This is an ABC podcast. Yama friends, it's Jack here, and this is news time. Hi, Jack. G'day, Jack. Ruby is taking a well-earned break for the next month, so we're going to spend the next few Fridays together counting down the top five stories of the week. So cool. Today we're going to visit a special statue. Then meet an eight-year-old dog trainer. Next, we'll size up the new spacesuit that's being made for the next moon landing. We'll find out about a special program designed to make school more fun for kids in Perth. After that, it's the time you've all been waiting for. Wow of the week. Let's get the show on the road. Let's go. Story number five. In country Victoria, there's a little town called Stall, and in Stall is Cato Park. Cato Park is a special park that's been designed for children of all different abilities. It has a liberty swing. That's a swing for people in wheelchairs. And recently, this park got a new addition: a bronze statue. I see a lady in a wheelchair. You do. And her name is Stella Young. Stella grew up in Stall and became a really well-known disability activist. Stella was born with a condition called osteogenesis imperfecta, or brittle bones disease. That's a genetic disorder that meant her bones could break easily. So Stella spent most of her life in a wheelchair. So her bones stop breaking. So she doesn't have an accident and break her bones. She has to be really careful. That's right. Even though she was in a wheelchair, Stella never felt like she was any different from other people. When she was 14 years old, Stella started to see that people with disabilities were being treated differently, even being thought of as doing exceptional things, even though they were just living a normal life. They're the same people as me. Yep. And that's what Stella wanted the world to know. So Stella made it her mission to tell people about her wish to live in a society where people with a disability were just a normal part of life, accepted by everyone for who they were and not what their bodies can't do. Sadly, Stella passed away nine years ago at the age of 32. Stella's mother Lynn helped design the bronze statue that now sits in Cato Park. And it reminds us all of Stella's vision for an equal world for people with disabilities. Because that's what makes people happy. Spot on. Visitors to Stella's statue will be able to continue to learn from her well into the future. Story number four. Do you know what a working dog is? They help dad getting cows into yards. Round up cattle and round up sheep. They work a lot, chase cows, and do what they're told. They sure do. But for the dogs to know what to do, they have to be trained. Eight-year-old Tommy Lee lives on his family farm near Edenhope in Western Victoria. His parents have been training working dogs for years and selling them to farms that need them for quite a lot of money. I think it's awesome, and it's also a good way to make money. So does Tommy. Tommy learned from his parents how to train dogs and wanted to give it a go himself. So Tommy has been breeding and training Kelpie puppies with the help of his dog Jazz. 
It's pretty hard work training dogs. It's really hard. You have to be strict and you've got to remember they're not a pet. They're actually a working dog. I would show them how to sit and calm. Yep. As the puppies get older, Tommy teaches them to stop and bark on command. And even jump on the backs of sheep. He says it's important that you don't get too angry with the dogs when they are learning. Tommy has started selling his canine cadets. His latest dog, Echo, was sold to a nearby farmer for five and a half thousand dollars. Tommy says he'll keep training and selling dogs so he can pay for a ute he has to be fixed up. And then one day when he's old enough to get a license, he can drive it. Kids can do anything. Keep up the good work, Tommy. Would you ever like to go to the moon? No, because we don't have a rocket. Ah, well, not many people do. Up there in outer space, there is no air to breathe and no gravity, which is why astronauts float around and why they have to wear special spacesuits. Spacesuits have had the same design for a while now, but that's all about to change. NASA has just unveiled a brand new spacesuit, and it's one that will make it easier for astronauts to walk on the moon. They need to be able to explore, but there's no gravity, so they need to stick to the surface. Because if they don't move, they get stuck. They can do more research. That's correct. The new suits are called the Axiom Extravehicular Mobility Unit, or AXIMU for short. It's a big name. It's too long and complicated. It sure is. The swanky spacesuits will have more life support systems, pressure garments, and avionics. That's the electrical system in the spacesuit. The new suits have been shown off in some snazzy new colours too charcoal grey, blue, and orange. The exact design and materials used in the suits remains top secret, but the designers say the new spacesuits that will go to the moon will be white, because white gives the best protection to the wearer from extreme heat, because it reflects the harsh sunlight on the moon's surface. The designers say new spacesuits will open up opportunities for more people to explore the moon than ever before. That's because they will come in different sizes and fit for differently shaped bodies. Because people are different sizes. They are. So it's good news for the first moon crew to be named in 50 years, which includes the first female and African-American astronauts to be assigned to a lunar mission. But it will still be a couple of years before we see these new suits walking around the moon. Fairly. Story number two. What do you like about going to school? Sewing, writing. I like going in the playground and learning in the classroom. I'm excited to go to school every day. School is funner than home because you get to spend time with all your friends. It's just so much fun. I love it. It's awesome. Well, when I went to school, I really liked art and drama. But for some people, going to school can be tough. In Western Australia, First Nations kids were having trouble going to and staying in school. So an Aboriginal community group in Perth set up a program run by local Aboriginal people. 
That's giving students a reason to want to go to school. The Koya Club has around 50 students that go to the Medina Aboriginal Cultural Centre after school a few times a week. They do fun activities that you don't normally do at school, like craft and different kinds of sport. Organisers say it's important for Indigenous children to understand how important they are in the community and that they can achieve anything. The Koya Club gives students a safe place to find friends and meet older people they can look up to and get some tasty afternoon tea. That's awesome. Being around people who help them understand and celebrate culture and learn about traditions helps the students feel at home. And it's working. Since the Koya Club began 17 years ago, the number of students attending school has gone up a lot. Happy schooling. And now it's that time of the week, the story you've been waiting for. Wow, this story made me go well because I didn't know birds can grow that big. Imagine seeing birds flying in the sky big enough to be carrying a kangaroo. Well, one used to. That's huge. Over 60 years ago, paleontologists first found some mysterious remains in South Australia. And a few years later, they found some more fossils. Over the years, they kept digging and slowly piecing together this ancient animal. And now, finally, they know what it is. A giant eagle. Wowie! The Dinotoidus gaffi was a humongous bird of prey that flew over South Australia's Flinders Ranges more than 60,000 years ago. That's a long time ago. A long time. Back in dinosaur time? Pretty much. The giant eagle was an apex predator, which means it was at the top of the food chain. Some of its favourite meals were kangaroos and other birds. The eagle was huge, about twice the size of a wedge-tailed eagle we see in Australia today, with a wingspan of more than three metres. That means when its wings were spread wide, they were about as long as a small car. I never knew how to bird that big in Australia. It had talons, or big claws, that were 30 centimetres long, about as long as a toaster. Huh, imagine that. Claws the length of a toaster. Making it not bird and don't that big. The eagle was also super strong. It had big legs that were able to grab onto animals as big as kangaroos. I would be pretty scared if I saw an eagle that big. The Dinotoitis is now extinct, but there are still a lot of mysteries around the Dinotoitis and more research to be done. Huh, I wonder what else was flying high in the sky all those years ago. Well, that's it for this week, my friends. Thanks, Jack. Don't forget to do the quiz. You'll find it in the show notes. And I'll catch you next week with five new stories. See you next time. Bye. See you next time. Or as they say in my language, Gamilaroi, Yalu. News Time is an ABC Kids Listen podcast. For other awesome podcasts to play, music to move to and stories and soundtracks for sleep, download the ABC Kids Listen app. It's free from your app store.